0: The Factory Sealed. It is September 29th, 2016. My name's Eric Peterson. Joining me today, once again, Mr. Daniel Curtis. Well, hello.
1: Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you all?
0: Oh, pff, if I was any better, there would have to be two of me. Positively tickety-boo, one would say. Mm, wait, did you say positively tickety Like the <laughs> island? No, tickety-boo. Like I'm a huge island emerging from the ocean? No. Tickety-boo. Sounds like a fancy ghost. <laughs> Ooh, I am tickety-boo. boo
1: <laughs> I've come to give you a ghost attack. Oh, good God. I want
0: none of your ghost attacks.
1: Well, uh, speaking of penises... <laughs> well,
0: wait... <laughs> Speaking of not penises, Tom isn't here, and Jess isn't oh, here. Oh, nice link. You like that? Because Tom's got the smooth area, and Jess just doesn't have a penis that we know of? <laughs> well, I would hope not. So back to your penises.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I just got done watching a very odd documentary. Which About is, penises. Uh, well, penises were involved, and... Are you sure you on, weren't watching porn? I'm porn. pretty certain. It was on Channel 4, which isn't well known for porn, and... This guy from Australia, right, paints pictures with his penis. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) Okay, so hold on. Like, does he put the... Hmm.
1: Honest to God, God, proper paintings done with paint. He dips his todger in paint
0: and rubs it against canvas. Does he use his hand to guide it, or is he like... Yes, full on yes, saluting. It, it
1: basically looked like he was jacking it into a painting, but he was rubbing his cock off.
0: There is no way that can be safe.
1: I know. I want to know the best bit about it? The pain, I really
0: don't. But the go ahead.
1: are actually quite good. <laughs> and right, he's called Picasso. <laughs> Got me original Picasso here. And- he signs his name at the end by actually inserting the brush into his penis, oh! <laughs> I don't know why he just doesn't hold it at this point. It seems a bit pointless, <laughs> but it's just, just, oh. this, just this crazy old dude from Australia just dipping his nuts and balls in paint on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, right, he like goes to the guy who's with, who's like. Present the documentary, and he goes <laughs> right. I like to just try and fling it across the room. At this point, he just does a thrust, and the brush <laughs> just went flying. <laughs>
0: There's
1: no way that's real. It is real. I just watched it.
0: <laughs> Australian guy paints with penis. Always oh, a worrying A Picasso, <laughs> performance artist. Yes, that's him. I mean, they're not terrible. <laughs> for a drawing with a penis I mean. apparently he's been on some tv shows yeah he was on this like, one oh dan you have to see you have to see this uh go to slash tv-shows you have to see the website header oh god That, I'm, why am I looking at that? <laughs> That's basically what he looks like. <laughs> you know who he looks like? He kind of, you've seen Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. He looks like Harry.
1: A little bit. He also looks like Judy Finnegan, <laughs> who's an English TV presenter. I've and, spent way and too a woman. Much... Oh my god.
0: No, yeah, And you he... watched this entire documentary from... It was, it was a, a 15 minute segment just for, about him. It's called Weird and Wonderful. It's crazy things from all over the world. I wonder how much his paintings go for. And it, does he have to, like, sanitize them before he sells them? I don't know, because they, they,
1: know they have, like that authentic penis smell with your paint.
0: Mmm, smells like down under bush. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a down under Traser snake. <laughs> does he get hair stuck in his paintings? Oh, like, come does on. that add to the authenticity of, of it? I think he was smooth
1: he um, doused himself in virgin olive oil beforehand, just in case oh my god, god, Eric, I forgot he also, to finish off the edges of the paint and rubs it through his ass crack <laughs>
0: what? there's no
1: way this is real
0: it is real,
1: I just watched it
0: wait, so he takes the canvas and just slides the edge of each of it through
1: basically him. down through the crevice towards the penis. <laughs>
0: But yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, whatever gets your uh, gets your rocks off there, I guess. <laughs> I thought it was bloody hilarious. <laughs> Did Crystal watch it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was disgusted. I just, I was just laughing.
0: Did she ask you to make her?
1: I, I offered, but she said no. Hmm. It's worth a go, though. I mean, anybody could do it, really. <laughs> Good lord. Unless you don't have a penis.
0: Like, sorry, Tom. (laughs) You could still do the ass crack finishing.
1: (laughs) Tom, finish this off. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, Jess and Tom aren't here because this is a special show, which is recorded midweek. Ooh. Ooh, saucy. Ooh. Why are we doing a special
0: show, Eric? Uh, We're doing a special show for a couple reasons. First of all, we feel very bad about having two weeks off
1: well that's your fault Uh, for like nearly dying but
0: well yeah i mean i gotta confront my mortality once in a while yes you do um and then there may be a possibility that we can't record this weekend so we wanted to get another show out to you guys before that so we we still love you
1: oh isn't it nice
0: Oh, ridiculous! All of our fans. Uh, well, you, you and I clearly the, the most. I don't. Ridiculous when was the last ever? time that Jess was on the show? Who's Jess? Ah, uh, I'm not
1: sure. Is that she? That woman who was on a couple of times.
0: Yeah, she's the one who brought on uh, Toronto Batman. All right. Yeah, I remember her. Says yeah. a boot a lot. Yeah. A fixation with curly irons. So did Jess play hold on because we're on episode 111 I think her last one was 107 where's she been you'd think that woman was moving house and stuff and getting divorced yes because she didn't do the Wario Land with us because that's when we introduced the bad accents (laughs) oh god we're
1: still waiting on the the, um, Jess Russian
0: yeah it's going to be bad it is going to be bad Really, I don't even think she'd really try it. it. Basically, she's speaking abandoned of, us. Speaking of accents, I think this would be a fun game to play. Oh, um, no. I found... I don't remember what it was called, but I sent a picture of it to you guys a while ago. Basically, it's this card game. It's a party game where they have a bunch of cards with different accents on it. And you draw an accent, and then you draw a card with a phrase on it. And you have to read that phrase in that accent. <laughs>
1: You should get a, you should get some. Do an entire of, episode about that.
0: Oh god, that would be awesome.
1: While simultaneously remember. doing
0: Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I wanna rem- I want to find the name of it. Oh, it's called Utter Nonsense. Sounds like a fitting title for this show. Pip, pip Utter Nonsense. Jolly good. There, I sent you a link to it. Oh thank you. I think it looks like a blast. I imagine it would be. Uh, speaking of cards, Daniel. Yes. I'm not a big fan of trading card games like Pokemon or Magic or anything resembling thereof, but I just saw today that the Final Fantasy trading card game is getting an English Western release at the end of October. No, I didn't even know this existed until today. Neither did I, but oh my god, it looks awesome. It does
1: look awesome, but like, would we
0: really do much with it? I would never play it. No. I just want to... I mean, but when I was younger, I used to collect a lot
1: of Pokemon cards, but we used to just collect them. We didn't actually used to play the game until probably a couple of years later when we finally sat down and read it, how to do it, you know? and it, I just... Yeah,
0: it I've got some friends... I've got some friends that are really big into magic and just the amount of money that gets dumped into those decks is insane.
1: I mean, I don't even know how much I must have spent on Pokemon cards and these occasionally I used to get like the import packs in Japanese with no understanding of what they are just because they were new and shiny. So they're quite literally in some times because they get shiny ones.
0: I used to collect baseball and basketball and football cards, which are now completely worthless. I, just, uh, I actually I just found like, my binder that has all of those in there.
1: I've still got all my old Pokemon cards. I think some of them are worth a bit of money, but... Did you keep them in one of those card binders? Yes, I did. So they're all still in really, really good shape? <laughs> well, apart from the most rare one, which is slightly peeling away, which is a shame. But never mind. Well, that's poop the sandwich. First edition, base set to Charizard. Oh, dear. it.
0: Yeah, the uh, Final Fantasy trading card game actually looks really cool. They're, I think what's going to deter me, though, is the price. Mm. You said it was, what, $180? Well, they're doing an Opus One collection, um, which comes with 136 cards, I think I said. Here, I'm going to pull it up it right
1: now.
0: $180? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just hold your tits tits held. I'm hoisted them up right now. <laughs> so apparently, as of now, there are in the Japanese release, there are more than 2,000 cards in the Final Fantasy trading game. What? 2,000 cards. I know that's a series with a lot of stuff in it, but bloody hell. So the English version starts off with 216 cards. Opus 1, um, I don't know if that comes with one of every card available. I would think it would, you but would, there, are, there are cards from Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Dissidia, and World of Final Fantasy, which is pretty cool because that World of Final Fantasy is not even out yet. So,
1: like, do and, they have cards from Final Fantasy 7 Remake which, like, haven't been shown yet?
0: That's a good question. We haven't seen a lot of Final Fantasy 7 Remake yet. It also says each card in the set. So every 216 cards will have a premium foil counterpart.
1: Ooh. Ooh. So can you buy booster packs and stuff?
0: Yes. I don't know when those are all coming. Um, I looked at their website and all it has zero information. It just says subscribe and come back later. No, that's useful. Thanks. So they have... I see a a booster pack set of final fantasy 10 there's final fantasy 13 the 7 remake booster packs but that's all that they really show on the site this one oh dude this one's actually pretty cool check this one out it's it The this is what you were asking about the final fantasy 7 remake so this is one of the cards let's have a look that's actually not the card, but that's like the art style that they're going to be putting on there. So it looks like they're just shots from the promo trailer.
1: Yeah, they are. Definitely.
0: I mean, like the, if you scroll down a little bit and look at the hand-drawn version of Sephiroth and Cloud... Eric, have they never made um, Triple Triad properly? They did on... There's an Android app, uh the Final Fantasy Shrine or Final Fantasy Crystal something or other, and it was a mini game within
1: all right those um hand drawn sprites are from Dissidia.
0: oh got it yeah
1: uh so it's basically Dissidia. just shots from the games, which isn't that impressive. I would prefer it was more kind of redone, you know proper graphic well, comic style artwork would be pretty cool.
0: I'm sure you can look up. Online and find the Final Fantasy trading card Japanese versions to see exactly what they're going to look like. Probably. I can't imagine they're just pulling sprites out.
1: It looks like they are.
0: I mean, this Aerith one looks pretty sweet.
1: There's, there's quite Even still. There's quite a lot of card games around nowadays. It's interesting that card games have become kind of things to play on computers as well.
0: Like the Elder Scrolls Legends that's coming out.
1: Yeah, and Hearthstone and um, the Witcher are and Gwent as well, of course.
0: I think the thing for me is that it, I never really got sucked into the Blizzard world enough to care much about Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I never really had a group of friends that played Magic, so I never picked it up. I just missed Pokemon as a kid, which I'm not sure how I swung that.
1: I don't know. Too uh, busy playing urban golf, probably
0: it's gotta be um, <laughs> but Final Fantasy I think could be the one that draws me into it however I think it boils down to the fact that you have to have people to play this with yeah. I don't want to just sink two grand into a card game that just sits there
1: No, it's, this is the problem I, I'd love to get collect all that but I would want to play against someone and you're in America so chances are I probably won't play
0: we could do it via phone <laughs> You know, people used to do really long-distance games of chess. They would mail each other their move. <laughs> yeah. And send carrier yeah. pigeons to each other. Yes.
1: Can you not get Final Fantasy Top Trumps? That would be fun.
0: Final Fantasy Top Trumps. What's that?
1: I don't know what Top Trumps is. No. This is just an English thing. Top Trumps. It's a card game. Basically, you get cards, and they have different like um, statistics on them. Oh, yeah, don't know. And uh, basically, each of you has certain cards, and then you pit the statistics against each other. Whoever wins gets the other person's card. Huh. Really? You don't have that? Never heard of it. It's like... It sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. You can get all kinds of different stuff, like Harry Potter ones and things like that. And huh. I can't believe I've never heard of Top Drums.
0: Well. this probably there's is something. over there. It could be. I mean... I just haven't heard of it, nor seen it. Find it. Get it. Get it. Nope, no results. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, Apparently coming out end of October. Mm. You know what else comes out in two weeks? PSVR. PSVR.
1: PlayStation virtual reality. Oh, man.
0: I am pumped. You know why? (laughs) VR porn? Well, I don't know if the PlayStation one will be compatible. It'll just be a matter of time before somebody allows yeah, you can the go on PSVR. The brow- you can go on
1: the browser, can you? So
0: yeah, but I think it'll just be a matter of time before the the drivers come out for that thing for PC. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before the
1: games come out. Probably in Japan, you'll have to import them. But you know,
0: dude, the one I'm looking forward to the most, hundred foot robot golf. <laughs> that does look pretty hilarious. I just learned that there's a VR version of it. Oh, it's going really? to be awesome. Yeah.
1: It's a dangerous golf note on it as well. That was that looked pretty good.
0: Did you play it? Because no. I heard it was pretty terrible. No, but it looked fun. I think it'd be fun for about like twenty minutes.
1: Next gen time splitters. Where because uh, all I remember about time splitters is throwing bricks through windows.
0: Yes, this is exactly like that without any of the time splitters. Yes. So, so not like I time just, splitters can at all. Do you remember that challenge on time splitters?
1: No. Can you not? It was, I did it over and over again because I was trying to get the platinum medal and you have to basically, there's an entire level filled with plates and windows and you have to smash all of them within a time limit and the platinum medal was like so tight with time, you had to be precise with every break and it was so hard
0: I do not recall that Really? No
1: well, You suck, we still need to play a Time Splitters
0: Future perfect, preferably
1: Yes, but yeah harder to get i think you can get on ps2 can't you
0: uh yes i have i have it on xbox it's just if you have it and jess has it and tom has it i have it too we could do it i don't think yeah you and i could seems like we're the only ones to never here anyway so well tom just declined the show for this weekend
1: yeah i know (laughs) what's going on Good, good lord Yom. I don't, but, um, why hasn't, you know how the PS4 has the PS2 games on it now? Mm-hmm. They just don't, about 10, and not bothered doing anything else. Yeah? Yeah, why? They've got loads. Kind of sucks. I know, I'd, I'd buy them. You know, they don't want money.
0: Well, they came out at such a great price, too. I mean, 15 bucks is great for an up version of PS2 games. Especially an RPG. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You definitely got your fifteen dollars worth out of Rogue Galaxy and Dark Cloud. Without doubt. Yeah. Speaking Which of is dark exactly clouds. why we're
1: here today. <laughs> oh that was a beautiful one. Segway. I think we we,
0: segway. we attacked that segue together at the same time. It's a jewel segue. Jewel? Like Ruby? Sapphire? Yes.
1: Jewel. Amber? Jew yeah.
0: Jewel. Jewel. See you for me? duty 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 how do you say it duty there's no j in front of there's it there's also no duty in it it starts with a d what any, sound does d make is Dan? there any richard's dick in it i mean yeah what sound does a d make d d, d does not make the sound d it goes d d <laughs> d Udy. How do you say my name? Dan. Yeah, I don't go Deanne. 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 I like it. I bet you failed first grade when it came time for all of your letter sounds.
1: I doubt it, because it's English.
0: Well, you obviously don't know what D says.
1: (laughs) What's a D? D
0: D. D. A says eh. It means eh. derp. Shut up. Duty. Not Judy. Duty. Judy <laughs> as in J U D Y It just
1: sounds like you're saying booth or it just sounds stupid.
0: Well yeah, because we've associated the term duty with crap.
1: Yeah, but that's duty, not duty. Duty, it's a, Fine. It's, I will start there's, enunciating there's
0: <laughs> I will start enunciating all this of my entire keys. conversation is so stupid. <laughs> Let me clip my button. This is so stupid. It is my duty.
1: What are you talking about, you goon?
0: Well, you're... Shut up.
1: Right. Dark <sighs> Cloud. <laughs> Dark Cloud 2.
0: Not to be confused with the first one.
1: And not to be confused with Dark Chronicle as well.
0: Which is the dumbest name change.
1: Why? Why? Has they changed it?
0: I don't know. Because it was the first one was Dark Cloud in the UK, right?
1: I don't know, maybe because it's not a direct sequel, they thought maybe people would think it's a direct
0: sequel and they're trying to make it look like a new game. Let me tell you about a game called Final Fantasy. Have you heard of that one? I have. You know how they're all the same name? Are they? But different numbers? Uh, The last one was called Final Flange over here. Oh, well, we got Final
1: Fanny. (laughs) That would be something very different in the UK. (laughs)
0: I mean, it's the last fanny in the world. And the next one is called Final Fish. Ooh. Final Fernando,
1: of course. That was the best one.
0: Yeah. So we left halfway through the game. This is the second part of the Dark Cloud show, which we did end of August. So exactly a month ago today. Oh, wow. Not bad. Yeah. It's a game I've been pushing Dan to play quite hard. He you listened to our first show. He almost years. abandoned it. But he didn't. He pushed through. He persevered. And here we are wrapping up one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, a game he had never finished. We'll get to that at the end. <laughs> Remind me to talk about that. I will. Because I have some strong feelings about it. Perhaps even emotions oh, of sorts. Was
1: well, the manly tears cried?
0: Uh, there were perhaps some self-diddums involved. Oh. I looked at myself in a mirror and just went, oh, diddums.
1: Oh, now what am I going to do with my life? I'll have to break open Kingdom Hearts
0: finally. No, I'll die before that <sighs> game opens. <laughs> Could to come round your house and open it? I swear to God. I wouldn't put it past you. I really right? would. And then stuff a biscuit in there? Yep. A real, a real biscuit, real biscuit, not a cookie, a biscuit, biscuit. So when we left, um, you said you don't remember much of Dark Cloud at all.
1: Well, I do if you remind me, but
0: it's been it's such okay. a long game that there's so much to absorb. So we we left off after Max finally met his mother. Oh uh, yes. in the Moon Base, Luna Base, Luna, Luna Lab, Luna Lab. There we go. Come to find out his mom is this revolution leader in the future. And a time-traveling mystical wench. Who hooked up with his dad, decided to stay for a while, and went, Eh, I need to go back to my time. And bailed on him. So she's actually kind of a bad mom.
1: A reason for going back was kind of... She wanted to fight Emperor Griffin in the future, but surely if she's in the past that hasn't happened yet, so she could have just stayed in the past, and it wouldn't have any effect
0: on the future. Well, they knew that Griffin was in the past, but she just didn't go far enough back. Right. Because there was a time where everything in Max's world was fine. Yes.
1: But she wants to go back to the future, not the past. Yeah. So, But the future hasn't happened yet, right?
0: So she could stay in the past. Have I told you that I despise a lot of stories that have time travel in them? They just get convoluted s- and silly. It's so easy to poke holes in it. Oh, yeah. You haven't told me, but I agree completely. Um, we left after that. They had just discovered they want to build the Ixion to combat emperor griffin yeah and to do that they needed to restore the gundorata workshop on mount gundor correct
1: uh didn't you have to go to the place by the seaside first have we done that one
0: yeah vinicio, vinicio. that was that was luna lab what that was luna lab oh yeah of the course future was luna yeah lab. of course um so yes mount gundor so this is always the spot that when I would play this previously, I would get to and just kind of peter off. Why? I don't know. So every pretty much everything from here forward was all brand new for me. I'd played a few levels of Mount Gundor, but just never really gotten too deep into it. Um, I think a lot of why I never progressed, as I mentioned before, was like I was afraid to finish it because if I finished it, then I wouldn't have any reason to go back and play, but we'll get to that part later. Um, Mount Gundor. Go ahead. We'll
1: get to it later. I'll say it then.
0: Yeah. Mount Gundor is you're on obviously the side of a mountain. Um, You get to the open land where you get to build your city and it's just spewing with geysers and it's raining fire. So you need to make your way up the mountain and
1: delightful place for a holiday.
0: Oh, yeah, it's great. If it's raining embers, they would have just immediately caught on fire. I know, but only wooden structures do that was a really cool element, did you ever accidentally build a wooden structure? no, I kind of clicked on and didn't bother yeah, I did just to see what would happen, so if you you can build here while while it's raining fire but they tell you be cognizant of what you're building because if you build something out of wood and you travel to the future and if that structure like if you just need a house with somebody to live in it made out of wood Mm -hmm. it'll burn down and then when you get to the future it won't actually still be there and won't have the effect so kind of a neat little
1: yeah add-on just a quick recap by the way if you haven't listened to the first episode of this which you probably should but uh on dark cloud you get to build cities well not cities towns in different places which have an effect on the future so in each location that's what you do that's what he's all about
0: so just in case I liked this one. Mount Gunder is one of my favorite ones to build on just because you actually had the opportunity now to start building a city on blocks and like creating bridges and mm-hmm. structures on different levels.
1: So Eric, I did like that, but I found you need far too many materials to do it and not you don't really get enough stuff to do so.
0: Well, I'd gone through and I had actually just level farmed for quite some time. So I had 50 60, gold and i just went and bought as much clay and sturdy rock as i possibly could and uh, just went to town see
1: i bought the wrong type of rock and then clicked on it and i was like oh shit
0: oh <laughs> you've got um, the the standard rock instead of
1: from a level grinding perspective this is one of the things i i remember most about this game because it is a lot of grinding throughout i mean you have to go back to locations quite a lot just to grind for things
0: yeah, and they do it in such a fashion that as you progress, you can't go back to like the water sewers from the beginning and just level grind there because you you'll get zero experience from them. So it forces you to level grind in the harder areas.
1: Yeah, but you kind of because you have the two characters, of course, Max and Sa- Max and
0: Monica, and you kind of abandoned using Monica, didn't you? I did. This was kind of right around that time where I, I abandoned her because you can purchase these wristbands. Or these these amulets that allow you to break any of the seals that are on a level. So really the only reason up until this point there was to have a second playable character was for story. Because Max and Monica are on this adventure together. But the only time they ever physically force you to play as Monica is when there's a seal on one level forcing you or prohibiting you from using Max. Yeah, but But if you just have those those amulets you can just break them you can but
1: some of the enemies Monica actually does more damage to than Max does
0: yeah but by this point it, you know you and I both level grinded pretty hard Yeah, as you
1: progressed the, to
0: higher levels you generally you could just use Max and ace everything but the only two that I really ever used were Max and Steve the Ride Pod see I barely used the Ride Pod oh god the Ride Pod was just gold I think it makes it too easy. It does. It's the, the balance in this game is a little off. I think Monica is way too weak. She takes way too long to power up. I never even dabbled in the monster transformation.
1: No, that's an entire different mechanic that I just didn't touch. I didn't even know how it, it worked, worked.
0: So until Essentially, I asked you, you have... I tried to go through it, but it just became too cumbersome. Mm-hmm. You buy these gift capsules that look like pig's heads. And then you have to fill them with a certain number of items of a certain kind. Then find that enemy, throw it, hit the enemy. If you miss, it does not work. You have to physically hit it. So if it is an airborne enemy, you have to wait till they're diving at you. Throw the capsule, then defeat the enemy, and you'll get the badge. How are you meant to know which enemy, which items and stuff?
1: Without so guide. You, can,
0: you can't... Yeah, that's that's the easiest way. I believe you can transform into a monster and go and talk to other monsters and get information about it. Ah. So I went through and collected three or four different badges, but then you have to try to level up these monsters by fighting with them. And it's just I I didn't play as Monica, Mm -hmm. so there's no way in hell I was going to play as a monster. No. So I think there were 12 monsters. You have 12 plus
1: 12. There's loads of enemies in this game.
0: Yeah, but as each monster, I'm trying to remember how it goes without really digging too deep into it, because I frankly don't give a crap about it. I think it's a it's a completely extraneous piece of the game. Yeah. Um, I just don't... I, to be 100% honest, I don't know, because I didn't do it.
1: Oh, fair enough. I mean, there's too much in this game to dabble with everything, I think, so...
0: Yeah, there are three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen monsters that you can get. Right. So they range from kind of carbon copies of other enemies, though they just kind of change the color palette a bit, give them a different attack pattern, things like that. Um. So, Mount Gundor is my favorite town to build in, Mm -hmm. but my least favorite future to explore. Oh God, the future is terrible. It's so big. And that's, that, that's kind of a theme with PS2 games. They make environments large just for the sake of making large environments. Yeah.
1: Well, basically, when you get to the future, you can find these little chests around, which um, have items in which um, give you more health or better defense, but they're tiny, tiny chests and very hard and to see. They spot. blend in. They blend into the environment and you have to go basically the mount. The Gundor Lab is kind of three levels when it's fully built up of a big circle. And you have to go all the way around each level to find these tiny, tiny chests. And the chests only appear at certain points in the story. So you can go further past Mount Gundor and chests will appear later on as well.
0: So So you have to come back. You and I, jumping ahead a little bit, I made it all the way to the final level and just had garbage health and garbage defense. Yeah, I did the same after you told me this. Your max health you can get, I think, is like 248. Yep. When I got to the final levels, I was health at maybe 84, wow. no, 60, 68 <laughs> or so. It was just junk, and my defense was just as low. So you pick up these Apples of Eden, Potato Pies, Witch Parfaits. I think those are the only three.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and parfait, you also get
1: Jewels as well.
0: Yeah, the Potatoes are for max. The witch parfaits are monica, and then the fruit of Eden is max health that you can split between the two. I had to go on this insane treasure chest hunt to try to find as many as I could. And in the process, I discovered that when you are building each town, it'll say there's two different phrases that'll pop up. One will say, hey, you know, a change has been made in the future. And then the next one is a change has been made in the future. Maybe we should go check it out.
1: Maybe something, something will to happen, that I believe.
0: That's what it is. So the first one is just my theory on that, and it's probably, it could be true, it could be false, is that that's when a new treasure chest shows up. Because I was reading about the treasure chest locations. There are multiple treasure chests that appear in the same spot. So if you lay a house down and put the butler in there, that could activate one. And then later, if you build a bridge... Next to a palm tree, that could activate another one. The second one could be in the exact same location as the first. So if you didn't go and collect the first one, you only get the second one to miss out on that first one.
1: Yeah, I did this multiple times, but I, towards the later levels, try to go back in whenever possible to look. But the, like I said before, they're quite easy to miss because they're so small. This is the problem. And um I don't know. Yeah,
0: they're very, very, very hard to spot. I feel there um, would have been
1: a there should be better mechanics for upgrading
0: than this. Or maybe give it like a like an extra item that Max could have that would put like a little compass that would guide you towards those or in the general vicinity of them.
1: Yeah, they could have just put them in the dungeons, to be honest. I mean, there's so much stuff in the dungeons as
0: it was. Yeah,
1: true. I mean, Mount Gundor with the dungeons as well, Eric, is where I think it took two turns. First of all, it got incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. And secondly, it got unnecessarily long.
0: Oh yeah, and this one's not even close to the longest dungeon. No,
1: not at all. To this point, basically you go through all the different... A dungeon consists of different floors, so you go around a floor, you battle all the enemies, you get an item to progress to the next floor. But in these, from Mount Gundor onwards, they get bigger and bigger, so you're talking probably
0: 20 plus 20 20 plus stages
1: on Mount Gundor, and then I'm sure the last level is
0: about 30 plus so yeah with branching and paths so getting up to that first of all in Mount Gundor you get up to the top you, you quell that fire squall and then the battleship shows up with um, what's his nuts on there
1: Yeah, basically the fire squall is that machine that's pumping out the fire embers isn't it and you have to find you get a time bomb from the future which you put on that and then it gets
0: destroyed yep which I, th- I think is really neat because it, it forces you to build your town out just enough to get something from the future. And then you go to the future. It allows you to progress further into the dungeon and, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the death arc here I thought was a pretty cool battle where you have to use Steve and shoot at this flying arc that's circling the mountain. I really enjoyed that yeah, one. Yeah, it was a pretty cool I fight. the guy's name was on there. Seemed to raise the, the stakes a little bit. What was the boss? Uh, Why can't I think of his name? He's the guy who controlled Dr. Jamming. Um, The guy that flies the death ship. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, God, I can't think of it. We do our research. (laughs) Gaspard. Gaspard, that's that's him. Um, I don't remember much about these bosses here. I do remember the ultimate... Gaspard, so he has two forms. At the end of Mount Gunder, you actually physically fight Gaspard in his first form, and then he's got an ultimate Gaspard dragon form. And I remember both of these forms being very difficult, probably because I didn't have enough health.
1: I didn't struggle with these, I just aced it with a ride pod.
0: I may... I don't remember. That's so long ago.
1: I mean... But at this point you find out that Gaspar had kind of had a bad childhood and stuff. His mother died and then he turns
0: evil because he doesn't believe in people and stuff. Don't you, know, you have an you know, option to... to Don't you have an option to spare him?
1: I thought he died anyway.
0: Well he does, but you have an option to like invoke your mercy upon him or something. Yeah. Can't remember yeah. that. Um Chapter 6, after this now, you go to actually meet Emperor Griffin. Uh, You hop aboard the Ixion. Which is a sweet futuristic train thing. Oh, it is super. It's pointless being a train,
1: because it flies. Yes. It's on tracks, and it first comes out of Lunar Lab, and then it takes off into the sky. And I'm like, what's the point of the tracks?
0: So this is where I got really ticked off, because there's a picture... I I really obsessed over upgrading Steve to the highest items that you could get, like the sun and moon armor, the Nova Cannon 4. Um, I wanted the jet engine on the bottom of him, the jet hover. Yeah. And I I had the guide that flipped through everything that I needed. And I looked at what I needed, and one of them was a firehouse. And the firehouse is where you shovel the coal inside the train. And when I noticed that, like, well, crap, train's gone. I'm never going to be able to get this. So I started reading online, and people were like, no— once you get to chapter eight, then you can get it. Uh, it? Jumping ahead, I got to chapter yeah, I got to chapter eight. Went, took a picture of the firehouse, and it didn't give me the little ding-a-ling, like it's a new picture. Yep. I had already had it. Oh god! So had I just gone in and checked?
1: Yeah, use your eyes, Eric. They help sometimes.
0: I thought I did. Like I went through. There was a fire hose and a firehouse. There's so much
1: stuff to take pictures of, though. <laughs> like, There's
0: hundreds. I couldn't be asked to go through the list at the end because I had so many. So we get to the future, and you find Emperor Griffin's palace, Moonflower Palace, and you actually confront oh, no, Emperor no, Griffin no, no, right no, here. No, 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 no,
1: that's the past.
0: You're right, 10,000 years in the past. Close, Eric, you conf- close. You confront Emperor Griffin, who is a child. <laughs> this was... Slightly underwhelming. It took me. It took me a while to figure out where I knew that name from. The voice, but the you name. Mean. Yeah, the voice is the voice actor of Phil and Lil from Rugrats. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. It's so. But once you hear it, it is like, yeah, that's them. It's so weird. Yeah. It. And then every time he spoke after that, I couldn't. I just couldn't shake it. Can't take him seriously. But, um, yeah, that's...
1: uh, He is basically just a child. And a child is a slightly underwhelming villain, but, of course, said child then transforms into a massive kind of evil gremlin thing for RPG reasons, as usual.
0: Did you you struggle with this boss at all?
1: Uh, Not the first one. Not Emperor Griffin, no.
0: As his child form? I struggled with it a couple times. Um,
1: I I just, um, by this point, Max's gun was pretty powerful, so I just kind of kept my distance and kept shooting him in the face until he died. So
0: So once you beat him, then you gain this star key. And this is the only part of the game that I actually can truly say I did not enjoy, where you have to go back. So in the first four dungeons, there were branching paths that you got to that you just couldn't go Mm -hmm. you couldn't go that way so now you have to go back through all of those levels unlock that gate and then continue through six stages after that which are very difficult and to get a gem altar so there's earth wind fire and water 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 the bosses at the each of those defending those gems were stupidly easy they were this. Right in there with Steve and blast away. They weren't it away. bosses; they were carbon copies of enemies. Yeah, but they were called bosses, but they weren't. So you have to collect these gems, take them back to um, what, what's that Stonehenge place they, called? Don't they just call it Henge or something? Car- I thought it was Kazarov, Car- Karazov Henge, Karazov Henge, Henge, Stonehenge, whatever. Yeah, that's what I just called it every time. Um, and then by doing, I don't. What that does is it creates a link between the present and the future, so that they can bring Paznos. It's called the Chrono Union. Brings Paznos to the. Oh, we completely past. missed what Paznos is. Oh yeah, it's a flying fortress. Which
1: uh, basically, when you finish Mount Gundor, this is you're building Mount Gundor to complete Paznos, which is this big airship floating city thing which looks awesome and i was so gutted that i don't get to use it yeah it just looked so good and
0: then the, you get a cinematic where it fights a load of golem monsters which oh once it once the chrono union completes and he transforms like this castle just morphs into a gigantic transformer yes and then you still don't get to use it no and i was like well,
1: well this is rubbish
0: no um so we make it to finally make it to moonflower palace and you were talking about how the game gets long yeah this is where it gets really long really
1: this dungeon i honestly i think this dungeon took me about five hours all told
0: 2022 20, to 420 there's almost 30 stages in this dungeon and each of those dungeons is 15 20 minutes minimum
1: minimum definitely minimum particularly At this point, I had to go back and get more health because this is where I struggled because it was so hard.
0: Yeah, I started going back to Mount Gundor to try to ace all the levels just to get the experience. And then this is where I went on that mini treasure chest hunt. Um, The difference with Moonflower Palace. So you get there and I forget who tells you, but there are all these pictures along the wall. Of the garden. It's that queen, and isn't it? The one who's. The queen comes out and tells you that Griffin. Queen, o- queen Golden that way. Boobs,
1: as I called her, because she has a gold press yeah. breastplate.
0: He used to be a very loving child. Um, and his name actually isn't Griffin, it's Cyrus. And he's been possessed. He's been taken over by an evil spirit. So we need to recreate. A place of solace for him which was the garden at moonflower palace so now you're not just building a town randomly you still have Giorama elements but you have to build it very specifically which was really cool because they give you eight pictures of the garden from different angles and based on those pictures you have to reconstruct this garden exactly the
1: angles were rubbish though
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: so it was still very difficult you did everything right apart from one square didn't you
0: I did. And then you had to so do it all I again. S- I started with the fountain because it's very it's it's almost exact how everything fits within. So I did the the row down the middle with the fountain, and then everything was like a quarter tile off to the left. So when I got to that final piece, putting the last walkway on the on the side that was too short just didn't fit. So I had to pick everything up and relay it oh, all. Oh dear.
1: Yeah. I but these, did it reasonably well, didn't take too long, it baffled my brain for a little bit, but then I was like, okay, it all slots together, I guess.
0: I think my favorite thing about the Moonflower Palace, though, was just the levels themselves were so just grandiose, and the dungeon style was just awesome. It got a bit tedious, but... yeah. Oh, it got tedious for sure, but I liked, it was I liked like the, the
1: enemies th- in this one, like the cards and things, they were quite cool.
0: Oh, yeah. There were a lot of tough ones in here, like one hit kill enemies. Oh, yeah. And uh, even with Steve and my Steve was fully powered. He speed, would still playing die. Or or the hand. golf game
1: was pretty fun in this one, too.
0: So we talked a lot about Speeda, and there was something that you can unlock after you clear. There's a, there's a person you can only recruit after clearing 10 Speeda stages. Mm hmm. By the end of my time playing, I still hadn't cleared enough to recruit her. Really? Yeah. I got pretty good at it, I must admit. But some stages just
1: throw you completely, because they're so difficult.
0: Well, what sucks is that a lot of the stages, the hallways have little cliffs off the side, or like water pools, or lava, or places that they can fall.
1: Yeah. I sent you a clip of me doing it in Mount Gundor, didn't I? Where I bounced it off about eight walls, and it
0: somehow went in the target. Did you just was it like your last hit and you went? It was eh, my it. last
1: hit and I just went screw it and it just it went in and it was great. <laughs> it's so good. I did another one where I angled it through a tiny gap between like a rock and somewhere I else. saw that. And it just went straight through and straight in the target. And I was like, yes. But uh if you you can actually at this point go back to the earlier levels to play a speeder in them as well, and the forest level is impossible. I I don't even know how you can do it.
0: You have to cut the corners. You do. Like you, you do. can cut through the trees and over the top. I know, but you can't see where you're going half the time. So. Nope, <laughs> you can't. Just blind look. And then if you have too much backspin on it, it comes flying. Yep. But uh, you can't play Spheda like, just by going the level. You have to clear out all the monsters first. If you like Spheda, once you beat the game, you can actually unlock the Spheda practice range. Oh, which would be handy
1: more at the start.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Once you develop this, or once you develop this garden fully, you get this exposé of Cyrus and the golden-breasted madam, um, and you move on to actually fighting Emperor Griffin. the The final boss series in this game is one of the most difficult I've played in recent memory. You think for the main for the one reason that you are tasked with fighting ten straight bosses. And the first three are the hardest. Well, the first first three are of the hardest next to the very last one. Just
1: have to make sure you're stocked up on those healing items and have as many chests with your defense up and stuff as
0: possible. And this is where I truly had to go back. I had to go back and hunt for a second time because I was so, so low. So you'd
1: warn me in advance of this, so I was pretty buffed up. and I actually blitzed through all of the bosses in the, my first try,
0: but you struggled, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It probably took me... Seven tries. Wow. Yeah, uh, I, I really... Be so you, you beat the entire series of bosses first go. So,
1: yeah. So basically what soldiered you on was me finishing it, because otherwise you wouldn't have bothered, would you? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I would have. I'd come this far. Um, no, you wouldn't. I always so believe you into getting things. <laughs> you fight Emperor Griffin in his three different forms, and they're all drastically different combat styles. So if you don't have enough defense there are instant instant kill hits that he has uh you can get resurrection powders and i think i had three of them stockpiled but to make them is just insane it's like forty six thousand gold just to make one because you have to make all of these different series of items before you can combine those items to create your resurrection powder so i only had two or three and i was just constantly getting one hit killed going into this so you make it through the first three forms, and then you have what's called the grand finale, and you get taken to outer space.
1: It's kind of a weird you, alternate reality.
0: Yeah. a giant and you have,
1: doom, like Majora's Mask style, is about to come down and destroy the Earth.
0: Yeah, the legend of moon, the uh, falling moon. What is it with uh, RPGs and, have, and moons? I don't know, they're ominous. Final well, there were two here, moons. Uh, there were two two moons in the sky, and one of them was about to fall, and that what was going to bring about the destruction of the of the planet. Yes, which makes sense. So after you beat those first three forms, you have five mini bosses to click through, and they're each fairly difficult. The fifth one of those being the most difficult because it's technically two. Yeah, that. I mean, if you just have Steve and you circle strafe him, you're totally fine. But if you try to fight him straight on, you can actually get pretty devastated. Oh, I just so, used
1: Max with his gun. My go-to and my, my go to weapon by this point. It was just uber powerful.
0: So I finally got fed up with running out of health. So I got 20 bread, 20 cheese, and 20 spicy chickens. <laughs> and I like, chicken. got plenty.
1: I love this. It just um, get Imagine the idea of Max just sitting down and eating a chicken in the middle of a fight. <laughs>
0: guys, hold on. I gotta, I'm going to eat this.
1: Just hang on, I need this right now.
0: So, I the first time I got to all the way to the final boss, I was pretty excited about it. I'm like, I can do this, and then the 5-minute timer clicks on. Oh, yeah. So, you have to beat the last boss, which was the dark element that actually possessed uh Emperor Griffin. Yes. And it's not readily a parent how you have to fight him i struggled with figuring out his pattern the first couple times Yeah,
1: he just, he's invincible for a bit then he suddenly becomes vulnerable
0: yeah and if you are too far away from him he teleports to you does two hits and then his third hit if you're not blocking is an instant kill regardless of how much health you have no i survived it did yeah. you you must have had a lot more health than i, I did. did and high, higher, de- higher
1: defense as well i think
0: yeah it was an instant kill for me, so I had to be super careful about that. And then he disappears. Meanwhile, clock is ticking, and he becomes this giant visage of himself off the platform and fires all of these really high power lasers at you. And then he's he's vulnerable for about three seconds, and you can get a couple more shots off, and then you just rinse, repeat. I beat him with nine seconds left. Wow, really? Yeah, it came down to the wire. The first time I got I figured out his pattern... He had one hit left, I had one hit left, and I got greedy because it was like five seconds left, and he got me.
1: Oh, man, that's wild. The five. old Dark
0: Souls style of, well, I'm going to swing, and if I hit, a hit. If I miss, I die. I've done
1: that so many times. So many times. Yeah. Oh, you just get cocky, and then you're like, I should never get cocky. <laughs>
0: Not with this. So, I mean, that's the, that, that's the end. You save the moon from falling into the planet. But the
1: moon actually disappears and everybody forgets that there was a moon in the sky
0: well Max and Monica don't because they actually stand there and talk about stories down the line of talking you know legends of when there were two moons in the sky yeah. but it's actually kind of sad because at the end of this Max and Monica have to say goodbye to each other and Monica just heads back to her time it's like, like the Terminator
1: yeah apart from the Terminator doesn't return to his own time he actually dies
0: I mean, maybe she's dead. <laughs> By the time she gets to wherever she's going, Max will have been dead for a hundred years. Oh, it's depressing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So she gets home and she's like, oh, well, Max is dead now. Yeah, she'll find a way back. So while we did beat the final boss, this actually is not the end of the game.
1: No, it, it has more to it, which I do usually like about an RPG, but somehow I have not done this. Uh, yeah, basically when you it opens up, it, you get an entirely new dungeon, which is in a mine in the main town, which I saw earlier on. I was like, that's so going to be something. And it was. 41 levels. 41 levels. I tell you why I didn't bother with this, Eric, right? Because there is nowhere. Because you can't go to the
0: future anymore. It sells cheese, which you need for health. You get them from Granny Rose. Where's Granny Rose? She's in the, the train. She makes them for you. So if you put her in her party... In your party, she'll make them. Oh, right. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was looking it up online. I was like, I can't be bothered. You know what? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, if you also, if you go to Balance Valley and talk to the chef there, he actually makes that chicken, which is full health. Ah. Yeah. It's expensive, though. It's like 180 coin so, per. Did you do any of this optional dungeon? I did the first two levels and got my ass absolutely kicked. It's and so I had difficult. Max's best weapons. I had Steve upgraded. All the way. He was still getting killed in three hits. It's just rock hard. It's very difficult. So I don't think I'll go through it mainly because there's really no incentive to. What do do you get if you do it? Nothing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's extra scoops in there. So there are those special pictures that you can get. Like if you want to get. I think there's a one final piece for Steve. That you have to get from Metal Flotsam, right? Um, it's a it's a special scoop. But he's in the last room of that dungeon, and by that point, I hate it when they put really cool shit at the very end of the game. It's like, well, I'm already done. I know it's pointless, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I mean, but yeah, I I just I can't be bothered with that.
0: No, just it say, was cool. It's definitely cool.
1: It's nice to have it if you want to keep playing, I guess. But if there's no incentive to do so. Apparently. I read up apparently Monica comes back at some point somehow. Oh, interesting. Because you only have so you only have dead. Max at this point. So if you
0: die, you're dead. You cannot switch to the other character. That's where I, I forgot about that, so I walk into the first level and I'm like, Alright, whatever. <laughs> Got hit, died, and went, game over. Oh yeah. Monica went <laughs> man, back same home. Same happened to me, man. Same. So um so I'm torn at the end of this game. Why? Kind of like I was afraid I always would be. Why? This is, for years, always been one of my absolute favorite games. It still is. I still think this is a game that everybody needs to play. However, I... I'm sad that I finished it, because I don't know that I'll ever go back and play it again. Well, I I can understand that, I guess. I mean,
1: I kind of... I'll be honest, Eric, towards the end, I thought it got a bit tedious with all the... ridiculously long levels but i'm glad i played through it and finished it i love the georama elements things i love i love the weapon mechanics with the upgrades i um
0: which carried forward into rogue galaxy yes i think they improved upon it in rogue galaxy
1: rogue galaxy man i've got an optional dungeon to do on rogue galaxy as well i've never done it oh man that game was awesome
0: it was that is truly an epic RPG that needs to be played. If you want to see where Rogue Galaxy came from, play Dark Cloud 2. In fact, just get both but, and play through them. It could take you up until Christmas. Oh, easily. How long did this take you by the end? What was your final clock time? I didn't look, but fifty hours plus I would say. I think I was right around fifty five ish. I was at day hundred and two. Yeah. I I honestly didn't know. Um no it's I think the story really started to peter out towards the end. I I really liked the story moving forward, but as soon as you hit the halfway point, I just completely lost interest in the story. I mean it's kind I think of, part like of that it kind could just
1: has elements to it which don't really go anywhere. Like the whole moon thing is alluded to earlier on, but it isn't really mentioned until right at the end.
0: Yeah, it starts out really strong and then the it might be because the game, the dungeons become so long, so tedious, that there's such long gaps between plot dump that you just kind of forget about what's going on, and as a result, you stop caring.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a problem with these kind of games. It's a problem with open-world games. It's all like Skyrim. I mean, I didn't touch the story in Skyrim for hours.
0: Well, I think Rogue Galaxy addressed that quite well because they were one of the first games to introduce the concept of your characters talking to each other as you're just walking. Yeah, saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's story relevant. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So...
1: I liked Steve I the know. Robot better on Rogue Galaxy.
0: Oh, I... Did you give Steve his voice chip in this game? Yes, but I turned it off pretty much immediately. He's annoying. <laughs> I turned it... I just didn't even buy it this time. Yeah, he was pretty annoying. Um... So that's Dark Cloud 2, Dan. It is. Thanks for you playing make it. You me want
1: to play Royal Galaxy again now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have 60 hours to drop into that game.
1: No, not with Final Fantasy coming out soon.
0: Um, one game that you, you may actually want to check out if you really like this is White Knight Chronicle. Made by the same team and they do have the same Giorama elements in there but it's now building entire functioning towns. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. It's hard enough doing this one.
0: You could just buy White Knight Chronicle 2 because it comes with the full remastered edition of White Knight I Chronicle think 1. I this last time. Yeah. yeah. And you just play through the first one and seamlessly flip into the second one.
1: Mm, sounds good.
0: No. Uh, Dan, go. should we do some emails? Are we doing emails?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Let me see. I think we have one. It's only been a few days. If you want to send us an email, com or just send, <laughs> yeah, just send it to that one just send it to that one podcast at factory seal. Uh we have an email from Scale Enly hello Scale he's from down under I wonder if he knows Picasso <laughs> it's a pretty big country <laughs> he writes greetings factory seal crew thanks for warning me away from driver I'll add that to the no fly list <laughs> Anyways, listening to you guys talk about not finishing a game because then you won't play it again got me thinking. I do that a hell of a lot. I'm currently doing my yearly game of Baldur's Gate 2. I never finish it because I get about three quarters of the way through and freak out thinking I'm not finishing it properly and restart with a different party. Well, fuck it. Not anymore. This year is the year I finish it. I'm just going to play it as a halfling dual dagger wielding berserker, kill everything that's killable, fuck properly. Thanks for the motivation. My question this week is, if you could go back in time and tell your child self, don't get rid of that, it will be valuable to you in the future, what would it be? For me, it was my old Apple IIe. I think it ended up in an op shop.
1: My Sega Mega Drive.
0: I don't think that's really valuable. It's not valuable, though. but
1: it would be valuable to me because I would like one right now.
0: So I think what I would tell myself is... Do not get rid of the boxes for my NES and Super Nintendo and N64 games and consoles. No,
1: definitely not. Somebody on our Twitter today posted a copy. Somebody on eBay was selling a copy of N64 Ocarina of Time unboxed for £524.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. see insane. Just for the cartridge. Yep.
1: It's just nuts.
0: I think I would have told myself, buy two of everything and keep one sealed. Oh, God. You would keep both of them sealed, one knew. Well, I think that's not really a thing anymore, because they've discovered that gaming is such a massive culture right now that they're not going to have limited releases of things. There are still a few games that are super rare release, but... Back in the NES and Super Nintendo days, yeah, there were a lot of copies, but not nearly as many as hit the market now. Yeah,
1: true. It's bigger than it ever was, isn't it, really?
0: No. So he says, keep up the good work, scale only. P.S. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. P.P.S. Sarni is a terrible abbreviation, but in Australia, we call them sangas. So who knows? Yes,
1: you do. Uh, I saw this when I was over there, and I was like, what is this doing?
0: I mean, at least that makes sense, because there's that slang of, like, I'm going to have a sandwich no no there is okay p p p s probably lara croft or orchid from killer instinct i think he's referencing the uh episode yes p p p p s seriously try sit then stand for that extra fresh deep clean feeling (laughs) scale i do but thank you
1: (laughs) just gross
0: uh that's it for emails all right I, I didn't expect
1: any this early in the week so fair enough
0: and leave it up leave it up to scale to fill the void um, you can always post some questions to us on our new facebook group which i think we probably should have done from the beginning because we have a lot more traction on that a lot more people interact with it which i really like so dan good idea thank you eric oh you never say that i know <laughs> If you want to see a picture that I posted, uh, that proves how much of an idiot I was when I was six years old, check out our Facebook group. I
1: actually enjoyed the poll I did yesterday where, um, I asked people
0: whether they preferred the SNES or the mega drive. And did you add these in Eric, the extra ones? No, I had I was gonna add in the Atari links, but it wouldn't pop it wouldn't populate. So right. I just well, left it. apparently other people can add things to the poll, which I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, somebody added the game theory admiral. <laughs> <laughs> and it got three votes. It beat out the turbo graphics in three yeah, But U. Nine of you
1: actually voted for the SNES and only three for the Mega Drive, which I thought was quite interesting.
0: Yeah. Well the Mega Drive's not as popular
1: as I always thought it was, but
0: um so, we didn't really talk about this on the main show, but this week we are playing through the fabled Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Are, it was kind of up After much deliberation. Yeah, it was kind of a pick up the game on the fly. I'm thinking it's going to have to be a two-part show. I,
1: it is pretty long. It's, yeah. Um,
0: I'm probably seven hours into it, and I've really only gotten two of the maidens, but I went through and got a ton of side quest stuff. But I think
1: this is a game that a lot of fans should really play along with us
0: oh yeah um, absolutely we,
1: if we're not recording this Sunday that gives you a good week to get on with it and you can then tell us how you feel about it when we play it as well so you grab yourself a copy start playing it now I mean I'm only three dungeons
0: in at this point so have you even hit the dark world no. yet spoilers interesting yeah. well take my picture as a strategy guide for how to navigate the hedge maze because six-year-old me missed the giant arrow pointing into the gaping hole, <laughs> and I had to call the Nintendo power line.
1: I bet they you love know. talking to you.
0: Like this guy, they probably hung my story you up in the like lost. <laughs> Fucking moron! Well done, Eric. Uh, well yeah, done. so that's 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 this week, next week, um, oh, so coming up. Oh, man. Coming up, we have some real doozies. Uh, I don't know. Did we talk about this on the show? My deal with you? I don't think we did. What? Silent Hill? Yeah. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. It's fine. No. Here's the deal, and it is now officially on record. Um, Our show for Halloween on October 30th, we are playing Silent Hill 2. I told you we were going to do this last year, so here it is this year. We're playing Silent Hill 2. Thank you. You don't have a copy. I was hoping I'd you didn't, be dead by you didn't even come you, <laughs> you didn't even come close to finishing the first game. I am buying you a copy of of the Silent Hill HD collection. How do you
1: think I'm going to call for this? I couldn't even bring myself to physically go into the
0: school on Silent Hill 1. <laughs> well, here's the driving force behind it. I'm buying it for you. If you don't finish it, you have to pay me back. <sighs> And I know how much you don't like to pay for games. I'll, just pay, you. I'll pay you not to make me play it. No. <laughs> so here's here's the, the, I not the play proof. The Resident Evil remake? That's on PlayStation Plus this week. No. The proof when you get to the end that will prove that you have beaten it is you doing a selfie video of the credits rolling behind you. That way you don't do any sort of Photoshop magic and just take a picture of the credits and mail it out okay this will see this happen That's, yep that is the deal oh god so order yourself a copy because that is a month away start playing it i don't want to you're gonna need plenty of time to do it because it, i mean it's only eight hours long but it's an eight hours of pants shitting terror i'm just gonna
1: turn the sound off you're such a wuss i don't like scary games deal with it
0: you're, you're such a I'm wuss, a wuss. daniel yeah Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what,
0: what? What, what? What, 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 what? What, what? What, what? Where can we find you on the Twitter? Hi,
1: on the Twitter or at Frosted
0: Cloth. You can find me at Honest Pizza. Who cares about where you can find Tom and Jess because they're never here? Correct. <laughs> at Smooth Area and at Curly Nyan Lover. <laughs> we gotta get him to change his from hyper jelly to smooth area I should find a jock buttons briefly
1: (laughs) which was brilliant I think Jess should be at Munchier at Munchier (laughs) and you can find the show at factory underscore sealed and you can join our new Facebook group uh, by searching for factory sealed retro gaming podcast
0: Yes. Yes. Don't fall for the page. I mean, you can go to the page, but you definitely want to join the group. We do
1: still kind of post on the page, but not as much, because it's better to do it on the group. Yeah.
0: Groups are sweet. Plus, we can now post as ourselves from mobile, so that's even better. So, one thing I want to test, Dan, Mm -hmm. I was going to try it today. We can actually do a Facebook Live to this group page streaming the show. Yeah, mm, snazzy. But there were some kinks with it today And I just didn't have time to figure it out So we might try that in the coming weeks Oh, that'd be good And I believe so. we can start a Facebook chat to go alongside it mm. Live nonsense okay. from Factory Sealed Oh god So we may be back on the second If not that, the week after um With some Legend of Zelda Link to the Past Yeah, boy That's going to do it for the middle of this week Maybe we'll see you in a few. I do hope so.
1: I like everyone. I like you too. I like you very much. I like Tom Smooth area so, as well. So, so we're gonna go to Australia and watch the man do make some paintings with his penis <laughs> now.
0: It's just a matter of time. I'm gonna get a maybe we'll give away a Picasso on the show. <laughs> hope so. Gross. Alright, that's gonna do it for this week. We'll see you all next week. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs>